Mike too, I guess. tried recording this <laughs> yesterday and my dumb bitch didn't turn on the fucking microphone so here I am recording again today we're talking about dating or what we can call dating at this point I'm just I'm over it I am over dating in the 21st century uh, I mainly use Bumble and Tinder. I'll do like a Nicole Byer, why won't you date me kind of a thing and I'll take you through what my Tinder and Bumble say. Ugh. What my Tinder and Bumble say. So, my pictures are one of me laughing when I have super blue hair one of me making a chonker face. <laughs> I just, I love the picture. Um, it's from me stage managing a show, and I've got food in my mouth. And I just am doing a weird side-eye smile thing. Um, and then there's a picture of me and Jackson. And then there's a picture of me in my gray wig, looking all cute. And then my favorite picture that I've taken to date, which is a picture of me in my curly wig. And I've got this awesome eye look and black lipstick and I got the whole vamp thing going on. I look hot as fuck in this picture. And then there's a picture of me with no makeup on. I'm wearing my favorite band. Well, they're one of my favorite bands. Um, I've seen them in concert like a million times. Uh... But there's me with my green hair wearing my glasses and what is this? A visor. Oh yeah, my dad visor. And then there's a picture of me from a couple years ago, but it's me in a bathing suit. It's one of those moving pictures that you can do on Tinder now. And <laughs> it's the before of me getting ready to do a handstand. What they don't see is me epically failing doing the handstand two seconds later. But it shows off my body because I'm a big bitch. And then there's one with me with an eye look. I don't really know why it's on there. I might delete that. And then the last one is just a picture of Michael Scott. And it says, this is daddy. Because hashtag call her daddy 2019. And then my bio says... Big bitch wanting to be sent solid music suggestions, good pickup lines, and great memes. I'll be your big spoon, or the little. I'll play with your hair as you lay your head on my stomach and watch YouTube videos on your phone. Plus, I'll compliment your cute butt all the time. The truth is out there. Little alien. And then, just trying to mix it up. And then my anthem is Sugar Daddy from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Let's see if it'll play. It's the sweetest taste I know. <laughs> I can totally sing all the words. 
Uh, anyways, great song. Love it. Uh, it also says that I'm non-binary. Nobody's, so far nobody's said anything about that except for another non-binary babe. Um, so let's just, we're gonna go through and we're gonna talk about some shitty dating things that I've had in my life. Uh, not my entire life, cause Jesus, that's a lot, but a large majority of them. Oh, there's so many cute butts, I forgot. Um, well, let me look at my list, because I made a list after I recorded of what all I covered. Oh, okay, so first, let's talk about my main man, Milford. <laughs> you all are not ready for Milford. Okay, so Milford is... Let's look. He is 54 years old. Oh, I guess his name is Tim. Whatever. He's kind of looks like a, pa a potato. And not like a cute potato. <laughs> not, not a delicious potato I'd snatch up. I love big boys, but he does not count. Uh, anyways, his first message to me is, Hey there, real woman! Exclamation point. To which I said, Hello. <laughs> and he says, Hello, sexy bitch! I want a spoon with you! Three exclamation points. And I said, Oh yeah? Oh, wait, no. I said, Oh yeah? And then he's like, Yep! And maybe some other stuff, too! And then he gets very explicit already. Uh... <laughs> I don't understand men. He is very into anal. He's very into the rape fantasy, which is not a thing in my book. No, thank you. I'd rather not. <sighs> but he's very explicit. He sends so many messages. Like, you know how sometimes girls are like, oh, I don't want a double text. Well, this bitch is like a quadruple text, and each text is like three pages long. So, you know, there's a man out there for you. Uh, but anyways, the main thing with my main man, Millie, Milford, or Tim, I guess, according to his profile, is, uh, <laughs> he wants to pay me $300 to take my virginity and just like <laughs> what the fuck because uh, I'm a virgin we all the universe now knows that the universe knew it already but now people in that universe know it so if you're trying to pay more than $300 to take my virginity hit a bitch up uh, <laughs> no I'm kidding please don't hit me up uh, anyways uh, at one point, like, the only reason I was swiping in the upper range of Tinder was I was looking for a sugar daddy, because your bitch is broke as fuck. Um, and, like, I need to, I gotta pull money out of my ass so I can go to school, so maybe if <laughs> somebody puts it in my ass <laughs> and I can go to school, then cool. <laughs> 
No, I'm kidding. Please don't put it in my ass. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he wants to pay me money to take my virginity and help give me my first or maybe fifth or sixth orgasm ever because, you know, he used to be a cello professor or whatever, so he's great with his hands. These are all quotes from him. Uh, he also, what, I just saw something that I was like, oh, I gotta share that too. Oh, he's also really big on wanting me to peg him. And like, that's a hard pass for me. Not that I won't ever want to peg somebody, but like not some stranger, like some strange old white man. I'd rather be with... <sighs> I don't know, not a strange old white man. <laughs> and not my first time, you know what I mean? Um, not that, like, here's the thing. I know my first time isn't going to be, like, some magical thing. I, that's not what I'm expecting. I honestly just want to get it over with. But I'm demisexuals, which means that, like, well, from what I've gathered from my research, it means that you're you want to know the person before you have sex with them and like that's really big with me is I need to know who you are like I'm a very sexual person I found that out within the last few months the amount of dick pics on my phone um is a lot and ugh, I understand it's a double standard my friend pointed that out he's like well if you have a large number 70 uh pictures of penises on your phone then you're cons like it's fun and it's just a hoe phase or whatever but if i have 70 girls nudes on my phone then i'm considered a scumbag and i hear you i feel that oh jackson i feel that in my soul but i'm gonna take advantage of it because i love penises like, I also love vaginas, but so far nobody sent me a vagina pic. And if they did, I'd be like, ooh wee queen, you have the prettiest vagina I've ever seen. Probably. Because women are just significantly better than men. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, I love making men feel insecure about themselves. It's just like a personal vendetta I have. I might be non-binary, but I love women, and I just see women as the superior sex. Uh, I guess you could call me a feminazi if you really wanted to. Uh, how many times could I say, uh, um, or um, or like? I guess we'll find out. If somebody counts, let a bitch know. Uh, damn it. But, no, I love making men feel insecure about themselves because it just gives me strength it it like you know how there's some um villains like um i'm thinking marceline's dad when like he steals souls and like that makes him stronger that's me but with making men feel insecure <sighs> like my favorite thing to do is when a guy wants to send me a dick pic i'll be like okay and then I'll, like, hype him up. I'll be like, ooh-wee, daddy, that's a big dick. 
biggest I've ever seen when in reality it's like the most average or even like below average penis I've ever seen and like usually the guys who are really really gung-ho about what their penis is it's usually like an ugly ass penis like penises aren't cute but like there are some that are better to look at than others whatever you know that or you don't and you're learning um but I like to hype them up and then I'll be like oh oops sorry wrong person <laughs> so then they're like aw she wasn't talking about my penis also who else's penis is she seeing and the answer is none of your goddamn business it's 2019 bitch uh <laughs> anyways let me take a sip of my makeshift moscow mule the orange juice I have is gross, which is making the drink gross, but it's okay. It's like a makeshift. Have you guys ever been to Zombie Burger? They're clockwork orange Moscow Mule. Beautiful. But if you go to Zombie Burger, you have to have an alcoholic shake, milkshake, or else there's no point in going. I mean, other than their burgers, which are also delectable. Uh, hashtag, I love zombie burger. Hashtag, I went there every day I was there for a conference. <laughs> um, okay. So back to dating. Milford. What a kooky guy. I also, my dumb bitch, uh, the other night I was downtown drinking way too much. There's this place that does, you pay a cover charge and then you get as many drinks as you want. The, for the whole night it's not free but like you don't have to pay for every drink you just pay the cover charge and then you get drinks throughout the night and depending on if you know anybody who's bartending it could be like up to 20 drinks which like they get watered down by the end of the night I usually feel like I'm just drinking a shit ton of soda when I'm there but like whatever it could be worse um, drinking in the Midwest is, uh, uh, an interesting endeavor, endeavor. Anyways, I was drinking way too much and oversharing like a motherfucker to these two guys that just transferred into my department, and I told them about Milford. I was like, hey, you guys want to see that guy? Well, okay, I did my drunk white girl voice, which is, oh my god, you guys, do you want to see the guy who wants to ha have sex with me and take my virginity for money? because I'm a dumb bitch. Uh, I also told them that I was a virgin. I met these guys like an hour before I started oversharing. I made them tell me all about their exes. Uh, <laughs> I told one of them that they were the love of my life because uh, he was like, my favorite pickup line is, you ever hear about Pluto? That's messed up, which is from Psych. I may have messed up the quote. You think after telling this story a million times, I would have just looked up the quote to make sure I was saying it right? But, you know, as a diehard psych fan, I'm not going to say I'm wrong, because then they'll just use it against me. Um, so, anyways. Uh, <laughs> what was I talking about? 
Oh, oversharing. Your bitch overshares when she's drunk. Yes. Uh, I also told them about this time. <sighs> I'm not tired. I slept, like, all day. After I got off of work. Uh. Oh, I told him about how this one time I asked this guy out in the department. And I asked him out the night of the election. And I was like, hey, the universe is ending. Do you want to go on a date? And he's like, oh, no, I don't really think of you that way. And I said, oh, okay. But in my mind, I was like, god damn it. Why did I do this again? Because I did that same thing back in like... 2012 when the world was supposed to end on like December 21st maybe it was December 12th I don't know it was a weird date but the world was supposed to end I, I think it did end I think we're all just fucking skirting on fucking I don't know where are we we're in a simulation that's what is happening uh, I shouldn't swipe on tinder while I'm talking but here I am. So, that's fun. I need to stop asking people out that way. I just stopped asking people out in general after that. Because it's yet to, like, asking somebody out has yet to work. So, like, obviously I'm doing something wrong. And not them. <laughs> uh, let's see, who else is on my list? Oh, I wish I would have screenshotted. I talked about this guy that I was talking to last night on Tinder, and he was talking about how uh, he can handle a big bitch like me, uh, because I was like, yeah, it's hot in my apartment, and he's like, ooh, that means that you're naked, and I was like, I mean, you're not wrong, but, and he's like, so how can I, how can I see how much clothes you're not wearing, and I said, I don't know, are you worthy? And he said, why do I have to prove how worthy I am? How do I know that what you're going to show me is worthy? And I was like, you know, I'm just a big bitch who thinks they're hot as fuck. So that's all I can tell you. And he's like, well, I like a big bitch and I think you're sexy as fuck. <sighs> white men are so stupid. Not all white men, just like a lot of them. <laughs> I'll tell you about the Nazi next, because that's a perfect segu. Segu, if you listen to, and that's why we drink. That's a funny recollection of what happened um, once in an episode. Anyways. Uh, anyways. For many, it is a form of escape, whether you consume it via movies or podcasts. For others, though, horror can live in our minds rent-free when doing even the most basic of everyday activities. Selective Dissonance is interested in helping you experience horror from a different perspective. Honest to God, I think there might actually be something in my... I don't know if you guys can see this, but it kind of looks like a SIM card. Of this. What the fuck? Looking at horror through the societal lens of marginalized communities, 
We hope to give you original scares birthed from everyday experiences that may be sources of fear for individuals within those communities. Looking at horror through the societal lens of marginalized communities, we hope to give you original scares birthed from everyday experiences that may be sources of fear for individuals within those communities. The moments where one passing interaction with a neighbor or seemingly innocuous camping trip can change your life insurmountably. He could be there waiting outside when I get home. I can't go through that again. I'm sorry. The stories you will hear are all fiction. But that doesn't mean that there isn't a version of this anxiety and trepidation plaguing someone's stream of consciousness at this very moment. Selective dissonance can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on social media at Selected Harmony. And you can email us at selectivedissonance at gmail.com. Are you ready? Let's begin. this boy let's say his name is Darren Darren's an okay name anyways we met on Bumble and we talked like non like we had like a genuinely solid conversation not like hey what's up want to see my penis okay or hey Jackson that added a different context to what I was talking about. There was no licking noises after that. Just, hey, and then nothing. So, uh, like, it was, like, a genuinely good conversation. And at one point in time, we were talking about tattoos, and I have eight tattoos. Um, and he was talking about how he didn't have any, and then he showed me pictures of tattoos that he was wanting to get and I was like oh cute this like swordfish fish is interesting what is it and he's like oh it's from U-Boats and I was like mm, what so I look it up and sure enough it's from World War II German U-Boats and I was like mm, so you want Nazi symbols on your body is that what you're telling me and he's like no I don't believe that symbols have any inherent uh, definition with, like, or meaning behind them. But that's literally the entire point of symbols is that they, like, have meanings tied to them. And, it, like, if you're going to get a tattoo and you're quote-unquote not a Nazi, then, like, don't even get anything that would be misconstrued as being Nazi memorabilia or whatever. He also, I asked him, I was like, are you a Trump supporter? And he's like, I voted for Trump, but I don't support him anymore. And I was like, Ugh, why are you so cute and such a fucking idiot? Also, this podcast is anti-Trump, if you didn't know. Yee-yee, brother. But also, yee-yee the fuck out of my life. Um, so... I still talked to him after that because I was like, oh, well, because my best friend is conservative and I'm trying not to be 
so judgmental about people because people change. But, like, then he started making, like, he'd send me pictures of his assault rifles. Here's the thing, guys. Nothing makes me drier than the Sahara Desert than being sent pictures of guns that you've used to kill things and or people if you're in the military. I, that's controversial. I respect military personnel. My dad fought in uh, Vietnam and a couple of other wars and like, I love him and I understand that you're doing something for your country, but like, don't rub in my face the fact that you've murdered people. Because, ugh, I'm digging myself a hole. I'll probably delete this. Or not. Who knows? Who knows if anybody is listening. But, it's not that I hate the troops. It's that, like, the thought of somebody's life. I've seen too many people's lives disappear in front of my eyes because of gun violence. And so, I just, I can't accept it as... Jackson, I can't, it's just not for me. So don't send me pictures of your assault weapons, because that's just not my thing. Uh, okay, so, oh, I didn't even do the best part of the Nazi guy story. Uh, so then, a couple weeks later, he was downtown, like an hour away from where he lives, he was downtown my town, and... He, like, came and was sitting with us. The, I don't know. It was a weird interaction. Because, like, I was already really gone by that point in time in the night. When he, like, met up with us. And I was like, to my friend Rachel. I was like, Rachel, oh my god, this guy is coming downtown. And she's like, fucking yes, let's meet him. And I was like, no, I can't have my first meeting be me super shitty. But he still came downtown, and he came and he sat with us at the bar, our favorite bar. I won't say what its name is, because I'm not trying, trying, trying to triangulate where I live. Um, but this bitch shows up, and then, like, at the end of bar, like, after free shots, this guy, sh like, at bar close is like, hey, give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I went, Mwah. <laughs> like, not even, like, I legitimately touched my lips to his lips and went, because <laughs> I'm a dumb bitch. That's, <laughs> that's what I self-identify as. They, them, that bitch, because I'm a dumb bitch. Uh, but they, them, there. Anyways, so I just, <laughs> I just felt like such an idiot. So my first kiss was a potential Nazi. Uh, he stopped talking to me after that, so that's fun. Um, who else is on my list? Oh, okay, so let's just read the story of this guy who just messaged me. Bloop. Move that down a little bit. So, this guy's like, hey. And I was like, hi, what's up? And he's like, I just had a very interesting evening at the indoor pool. And I was like, mm, 
I don't really want to hear about your story in my head. But I was like, okay. So I was like, oh yeah? What happened? And he's like, LMAO. So me and my friend Clarissa were having a tickle fight in the pool. And she grabbed my hand so I could t- couldn't tickle her. So I raised my hands up so hers would come up too. And then I asked this guy who happened to be standing behind her if he'd tickle her so she'd get she'd let go of me so he tickled her and she started tickling him back and so he got a bunch of his friends to hold her arms up and they all tickled her the hell out of her and i was like hmm because like what the fuck kind of a story is this and he's like it was funny but then she convinced them to let me get let her get revenge on me so they held my arms arms above my head and let me tickle let her tickle me as long as she wanted with like the side eye smiley face and I just what why would you tell me that story or like is it supposed to be like hey I'm a funny dude or something I don't know it wasn't <sighs> like I just don't understand that like that's a weird that's weird, right? My my group chat says it's weird. So I think it's weird. Uh, let's see. Who else is on my list? Oh, let's talk about Richie Rich! Okay, so... <laughs> there was this guy. He's a little mixed baby. Uh, my... Sadly, my go-to is white boys, because apparently I want to get murdered. (sighs) Which is not saying all white men are going to murder people, but, like, being black and trans and living in the Midwest, uh, I (laughs) I don't make the best decisions when it comes to who to swipe on. I definitely don't swipe on people with confederate flags or pictures of them with tommy lauren tommy laryngitis or uh fucking donald trump because i'm not trying to get fucking murdered but you know there's still those ones like nazi guy who just like slide through the cracks and you don't really know until they say something and then you're like oh okay so that's not this guy. This guy was a cute little African. He was adorable. Um, I wasn't wanting to have a conversation with him just because he is a African and he's got the same name as um, one of my old best friends. And so I was like, mm, that name doesn't really have great connotations anymore. But I was like, eh, fuck it. So I'm talking to this guy and I'm just calling him Richie Rich. That's not his name, but you should know now that I'm just using pseudonyms for everybody because I respect their privacy, I guess. Um, so I'm talking to him and he's like, all I, I want to do is cuddle with you. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And he's like, do you want to come over when I get off of work around eight? And I was like, hmm, sure, I guess. Because, I mean, I'm starved for human atta- like human connection. I spend 90% of my time that's not spent at work at home with my dog. Which, like, 
is comforting, but also I don't really have friends and I don't have, like do things. The most I do is go downtown and drink with people. And like, that's the extent of human interaction I have. And I've only had one other like cuddling instance in my lifetime. So I was like, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> cuddling instance in my lifetime. Well, sounds so proper. Um, yes. So I was like, yeah, sure. And then, like, I'm waiting around to get a text from him. And, like, 11.30 late, like, that night, he texts me. And he's like, so, you still coming over? And I was like, uh, well, one, you didn't tell me where you were, where you live. And two... No, not anymore. I have to work at 8 a.m. If we were going to hang out for a few hours, like, at 8, I would have been fine with that. But not at almost fucking midnight. That's four-hour difference. Um, So I was like, nah, dude. And he's like, well, if you're not going to come over anytime, then I'm going to have to go search for somebody else. And you can't, you're going to need to be okay with that. And I was like, mm, don't know why you're being so aggressive here, but... Like, I know I'm not trying to, like, fuck you, dude. He's he's the kind of guy, I got this from him, he's the kind of guy who is, who says that he's nice and then is mad at you if you don't treat him, if you don't give him what he wants because he's a nice guy. He uses it as a way to mentally and emotionally manipulate people. That's what I got from him the entire time we were talking. But I was like, mm. Maybe you're not like that in person because I give people too many chances. Um, so this happens a second time where he's like, do you want to hang out? And I was like, yeah. And then too long later, he'd contact me and I'm like, no, dude, I have to work. You need to let me know. Like, let's play video games with your bros another night. Like, unless you're having a, a fucking tournament or something. You really would rather play Fortnite instead of laying with a woman? Whatever. I mean, some guys do. And, like, I'm not saying I'm a whole all that in a bag of chips, but, like, I'm at least all that in a drink. <laughs> so, come on. Uh, so then, the third time it happens, uh, he's like, so, do you want to hang out? And I was like, yeah, I absolutely do, and I don't work tomorrow. So, hit me up. And he's like, okay, I'll text you around 9. And then, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, he texts and he's like, have a good night, I guess. And so I was like, okay, dude, what the fuck? So I message him when I finally wake up the next day because I sleep constantly. And I was like, dude, what's your MO? And he's like, what? And I was like, what's your main objective here? Because I keep asking, to you keep asking to hang out with me and... I keep saying yes, and then you're not following through. It's your, like, if you ask somebody to hang out, it's not that person's job to keep contact with you and make the plans. Like, you should be in charge of that because you're the one initiating the hangout. Um, and he's like, fuck, I'm just trying to hang out with you. And I was like, okay, well, you're, and like, the other couple of times that he did this, he's, he'd say things like, I'm not trying to waste your time. I just blah, 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 blah. So this time I was finally like, dude, you're wasting my time. 
I'm just, it's, it's over. It's done. We're done with this. And so I unadded him on Snapchat. And then, like, he messages me on Tinder, like, an hour later. And he's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm just trying to talk to you. Please get text me so that I can explain myself. And I was like, no, dude, just explain yourself here, right now. You have the ability to contact me through Tinder. And so he's like, I just thought that if you really wanted to hang out with me, you would make an attempt to do something. And I was like, no, you're stupid. So then I was like, hey, how about you message me on Venmo? And he's like, what is that? I'm not sure what that is. I'll download it. So then he downloads it and adds me on Snap on Venmo. And so <laughs> I requested $20 from him. And I put, like, the memo thing is wasting my time. Because I was like, dude, like, obviously I'm done with this. But, like, you keep, like, poking and prodding. And so I was like, you're wasting my time. So I requested $20 from him. And then he messages me and he's like, you you must be straight trippin'. He wrote trippin'. T-R-I-P-P-I-N. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. But, like, the fact that he said I was straight trippin'. Just, it tickles my fancy. I thought it was hilarious. Um, He's like... You're fucking crazy if you think I'm going to pay you. I'm glad I never met up with you because you're crazy if you do this with other guys. And I was like, mm, whatever, dude. Because, like, I might be crazy, but, like, that's a whole different thing. I was just being funny and you just <laughs> took it as serious, which, like, whatever, dude. So that Oh, and then I saw that guy at Walmart, like the next day two days later and I was like telling my sister I was like oh my god I don't know what to do and she's like go hide in the frozen air the frozen foods so I was like standing and looking at the ice cream waiting for something and then she texts me and she's like go you need to get out of there and I turn around and he's walking down the frozen food section so I like book it out of there because I'm like no I don't need to have this interaction with this dude so that was fun. Who else is on my list? talk about oh, this incel boy. <laughs> so, 
So he told me, I worked with him on a show once, and he told me that he was in a documentary, and I was like, oh, that's really cool, you know, because we're actors, so, like, finding out that somebody got, like, a big gig with a big um, production company was awesome, and but he doesn't really tell me what it's about. He's like, oh, it's just about dating in New York, and I was like, oh, okay, because he's a New York actor, obviously, and... We match on Tinder, and let me see if his messages are still up, because I don't, I don't need them, but, so this is his Tinder bio, it says, nobody has big dick energy, oh, yeah, nobody has big dick energy when you factor in how small and insignificant we are in the face of the universe, and so I messaged him, and I was like, I'm using the first part of your bio for my Twitter bio, okay, thanks, and he's like, credit me. And I said, for 20 bucks? And he's like, dude, I'm an actor. I have no monies. And I was like, my point exactly. And so I put on, I was like, so how's Tinder Boy sound? You can put it on your, on your resume. And he's like, there you go. And then he's like, I'll mention it in my documentary I'm in. <laughs> and then he's like, fix it in post. My answer to everything. And I was like, oh, because I honestly didn't really mean I didn't really realize that the documentary was real because I thought he was just kind of saying it to like seem cool but he's like yeah I'm in a documentary because I have a hard time dating in NYC and I'm not one of those fucks that gets all butthurt and all up in their feelings about it and I was like yeah except for the fact that you're in a documentary all about it because <laughs> like <laughs> there's one thing to be upset about dating and then there's another thing to make a podcast or a documentary about it. <laughs> um, I am people number two, but it's okay. I understand that. But he's definitely not somebody who's just not a, doesn't care. But, okay. So I try, like, initiating conversations and, like, being, like, cute and stuff like that. Waiting to, for him to see if he'll say anything. Because I don't really know how to flirt. But I'm like, hey, dude, if we're going to fuck, let a bitch know. And, like, I live by myself, so let's get this shit going. Um, but he never does anything. So then eventually I'm like, so was your swipe because you knew me or knew of me or what? And he never messaged back, which is fine. But guess what his fucking documentary is about? Incels. Fucking involuntary celibates. And those people are fucking crazy. And he's just, like, this cute little boy. Just, well, he's not a little boy. He's, like, four years older than me. But he's just this cute guy with his dog. And he's like, yeah, it's hard to date. And then there's this guy who's like, I fucking hate women and I wish they would all burn in hell. And it's like, dude, you, <laughs> it's not, like, because it's a documentary, it makes it seem like, you're also one of those people. And he's like, it's just an acting gig. No, uh, not really. But like, okay, I guess. Uh, so, <sighs> sorry for that, dude. But also, you can't really call yourself involuntarily celibate if you're not even going to try fucking when people are like trying to fuck you. You know what I mean? Um... But whatever. Uh, so let's talk about Fuckboy McGee.
fuck boy McGee. He was my first official boyfriend. The only other quote-unquote boyfriend I had was in middle school. Like, dating in before college is stupid anyways. But, like, um, the guy that I quote-unquote dated in middle school only asked me out because my best friend said, Hey, if you ask her out, then I'll go out with you because he had a crush on her. Which is fucking dumb. And he did it. And then, like, broke up with me the next day. So, like, that's fun. And I don't even think he asked me out. I think he had one of his friends ask ask me out for him. Which just is so stupid. Why even do it? It's like asking people out as a joke. Like, that's just shitty as human beings. I mean, I guess it's not murder, but it's still pretty shitty. What are you doing? Okay, bye, Jack-Jack. Um, so, first boyfriend. We dated for, like, I don't know. A couple weeks. It wasn't long. Maybe, max was two months. I don't think it was two months. But I honestly kind of blacked out that entire experience. Um, minus what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Uh, so, I don't remember if it was during, while we were dating, or after we were dating, but we were talking, and he was, like, I think it was after we had dated, and he was, like, being real sad, boy-esque, and I was like, hey, you know, like, it's okay, and we had just had, like, the suicide prevention thing, like, a couple days before, where, like, if you see something, say something, and, you know, here's the suicide prevention phone number, and all this stuff, and I was like, haha, that's stupid, because I wasn't depressed at the time, now, (laughs) here I am, depressed as shit, and I'm like, yeah, they were actually right about these things, but, as a freshman in high school, I just thought they were being stupid, because I thought it would be cool to think that way, um, so, talking to this boy, and he's, like, all acting all moody, and I just thought he was being moody and angsty, because, like, that was the hot thing those days. Um, but then, like, he started saying things, like, I just don't think I'm, I just don't think I could do it anymore, and, you know, like, like, suicidal things, like, I, I'm just, I think I'm, I'm gonna, I'm done with all of this. I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, hey, you have so much to live for. Doing, like, the stupid, it's not stupid. Because, like, I was actually, like, trying to make him feel better. But, like, things that now, like, being a depressed person, if somebody said that to me, I'd be upset. Because, like, it's very obvious that, like, you just repeating things that you saw in the movies or that somebody told you to say and not actually expressing what's in your heart and um then one night I'm sitting upstairs and I'm watching tv with my mom and he's being like overtly moody like darker than usual and then at like 10 42 it was some weird number he was like hey Nikki I just need you to know that I really appreciate everything you've ever done for me, and I'm sorry that you couldn't help. 
but I can't do this anymore. Goodbye. And then he stopped texting me, and I was like, mm, what? LOL. What do you mean? And so I, like, tried to get him to text me back, and I kept texting him, and I'm like, hey, you know, like, if you're actually feeling sad, please keep talking to me, or let me call somebody to so they can come stay with you, or whatever, um, blah, 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 and, like, I was getting no texts back, and so I started freaking out, so I went downstairs, and I was like, good night, mom, I love you, nothing's wrong, and she's like, okay, because she was oblivious, because I'm a really good actor, <laughs> and so I'm, like, sitting down in my room, and I'm just, like, freaking out, because I'm like, oh my god, what if this kid kills himself, I don't know, like, am I gonna get in trouble for that, also, like, how do I prevent this, and all this stuff, and so, like, I kept calling all of the people that he told me were his friends, and all the people that were his friends' friends, and, like, none of them would pick up, or if they did pick up, they're like, you need to stop fucking calling me, and we're just being, like, overtly rude, and I'm like, no, like, you need to listen to me, he says that he's gonna kill himself, and I don't know what to do, and, like, nobody would contact me, and, like, help me with it, and so I was like, fuck you guys, like, please, I don't know what to do, and so eventually, like, I'm, like, crying, and I'm texting him, and I keep texting him, and I'm like, hey, man, if you don't text me back, I'm gonna have to call the police, because I don't know what else to do, and he still wouldn't text me back, and because I'm a bitch ass, I didn't actually call the police, I probably should have, that would have prevented the next thing, um, but then, so, he's, like, he just never messaged me back, and eventually I had to go to sleep, because I was so tired, so I was like, okay, maybe he just needs to chill out, I'll contact him again in the morning and see what's going on, and so the first thing when I wake up, I, like, draw a bath, and I'm like, hey, man, you should really contact me and let me know what's going on, uh, I really hope everything's okay, blah, 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 and then I get a text that's like, Last night at 10.45 p.m., so-and-so committed suicide. His family is looking for any information anybody knows. If you could please contact this number, we would greatly appreciate it. Signed, the blah, blah, blah family. And I was, like, devastated. Just fucking, like, I could have done more to make this guy, like feel better about himself or something I just felt so fucking terrible I'm just like bawling my eyes out in the bathtub and I'm like I don't know what to do like do I text his family or call his family and tell them about what happened because like what if they're gonna be mad at me because I didn't help their little boy not commit suicide and I just felt so upset and angry and sad and then, like, two minutes later, I get a text that goes, Ha ha! Just kidding. Ha ha! Just kidding! I can't! I fucking... <laughs> I should have just became a lesbian then. Nah, you don't become a lesbian. I am pansexual, but that's not the point. The point is, I hate men. Because that was the shittiest thing on the fucking planet. For anybody to do to any person, but like, especially to do to your girlfriend or your ex-girlfriend, 
that you're still friends with. Like, I cannot, I cannot even fathom the amount of douchebaggery that flows through that boy's bones. I just, <sighs> it still fills me with fury. Pure fury. So fuck that guy. Let's talk about the guy right after that. Well, not right after. Like, I say right after. He was the next guy that I was interested in. And that was three years, my senior year of high school. The first guy, suicide boy, fucking. <laughs> I just. <sighs> so the next guy that I fuck with, but not like fuck with, just like had a crush on. Uh, he was like, I think he was like drum major at one point in time. Whatever, I was a theater kid and a choir kid and an orchestra kid, so I was, like, into band kids, so it was, like, it worked. Ooh, 53 minutes, racking it up. Oh, you've come back to join me, have you now, puppy? Uh, okay. So next boy. Uh, so, he was just, he was cute, he was foreign, and I just, like, we got along. We hung out all the time. He made me this mixtape. <laughs> he made me a mixtape of, like, a hundred plus songs. It was, like, very, it was a very long mixtape. I still have it on my computer. Because, like... Other than the section of foreign music that I didn't enjoy, like, I enjoyed basically everything else. He even put on fucking, do you guys remember, uh, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> that was on there. It was just stupid shit, but I fucking loved it so much. And it had a bunch of Muse, which is, like, my all-time favorite band. Uh, and, like, just... I I won't say I was in love with this boy, because I wasn't. Um, that was Richie Rich number one. Um, he comes later. And he also, we won't talk about him, because that's like a whole nother hour-long story that I don't have time for. Slash don't want to relive. Um, but, uh... This boy, oh, I didn't give him a name. Let's call him Sven, <laughs> which is such a stupid fucking name. It's not a stupid name. It's just, like, not cohesive to what his real name is, but I don't really care. Sven, uh, kept, he would always write me these stories. Oh, let me see if I have them on my computer. Ooh, bitch, I think I do. Jackson? You could not lay on the microphone. Okay, so <laughs> I just skimmed the stories that he would write for me. And they're very, they're very shitty. He'd write, like, they were about other people, but he'd make it seem like it was about us. 
like he described the girl that he would describe would be a lot like me and blah 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 and he would always like send me these stories and he's like what do you think about them I really appreciate you reading them blah 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 and I thought that meant that he really liked me and then I found out well because he told me like a few months after him making me mixtapes and sending me these stories and us constantly talking and hanging out that uh, he was writing them for my best friend or well she wasn't like my best friend but like she was a really good friend I've known her since kindergarten and I was like how fucking dare you like you can't just lead somebody on like that like he knew what he was doing because after he told me that he was asking her out and I was like oh okay he's like oh you didn't think that I had anything for you because I didn't and it's like mm, you knew what you were doing the whole fucking time you asshole <sighs> long story short I think they're getting married soon <laughs> so that's really great I love that for them um let's finish this this bitch up uh some honorable mentions of my favorite people that I've like quote unquote dated but not like actually dated because I'm terrible um so I dated well I went on a date with this lady uh baby yes somebody who's non-binary um we would talk constantly they love bugs they have this super fucking adorable kid just so fucking cute and like I think they're very attractive and I really enjoyed hanging out with them or like talking to them and one time I went to go take my sister to see her boy thing in another town and that was where this person lived and um I was like we should do something and they're like yeah so we're like let's go to noodles and company but by the time I got into town got to boo things house uh my sister's boo things house and got to noodles and company there was only 20 minutes until noodles and company closed and they'd already been sitting there for 15 minutes waiting for me and i was like no like honestly i want nothing more than to hang out with you and i really appreciate you as a human being but dumbass shows up fucking late because i'm a dick and like we it was a it was a really nice dinner like it was only 20 minutes but like it was it just the conversation ran really smooth and the conversation like there was no lulls in the conversation and it was just like a really fun time and then we stopped talking and that really sucked because we were on like a pretty long streak on snapchat and like again I really enjoyed their company or whatever um, so I might try and hit them up but I don't want the I don't know how do you do that without sounding like an asshole or like hey sorry I ghosted you cuz like I don't it was like a mutual ghost <laughs> you know Danny Phantom going ghost like it just happened it wasn't intentional on either parts I think well I hope I guess
Um, but here we are. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, oh, my favorite. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's one of my favorite, for, like, guy friends. I don't know if he considers me a friend, but, like, if you're listening, I do really consider you a friend, and I absolutely adore you. Um, but one time we'd... Uh, <laughs> been drinking because when don't I drink that's the only way I have human interaction um and (laughs) it was just so cute he like messages me like well no we're like sitting on the couch and then he goes upstairs and I'm just like laying on like the guys's couch because I'm like I'm so fucking drunk I can't drive home I'm just going to sleep here for a couple hours, and then I will go to work in the morning. I had to work at 8 a.m., and it was, like, 4 a.m. when he went upstairs. And then he, like, messages me, not texting me, not even Snapchatting me. He has both of those things. He fucking messages me on Tinder. Oh, I'm so sad that I deleted it. But maybe I screenshotted it. If you're listening, I... Like ninety percent sure I screenshotted it because I wanted to remember it forever. Not because I'm creepy, because it was adorable and I appreciated it. Okay, I totally found it. I have over two thousand screenshots. I never thought I'd be that person who screenshots. Anyways, uh, my main man. He's like random question, but would you want to cuddle for the night? Might just be drunk enough to ask for the company, you know? If not, I totally understand. Kind of weird. I was very drunk, so I said, I don't know, LOL, LOL, lots of stares. Also, I snore. And he's like, true, but the company is still nice. Plus, you're cool. (laughs) So I just sent a smiley face. Because I was like, this is cute. But also, their stares in their house is so fucking steep and so rickety. I was like, no, I'm going to die. And he's like, plus, my bed is twice the size of the couch, maybe even three times. And I was like, but navigating stairs. <laughs> this is why nobody talks to me. Also, because, you know, now I'm sharing this with the universe. So, sorry again. I already apologized to you like three different times for this. But now that not just our friends knows, now that the universe knows. Hey. Um, uh, he's like, okay, fine, but I could help you up the stairs, though. And I was like, okay. So he comes, <laughs> so he comes down the stairs, and he comes, and he helps me up off the couch, and then he wraps his arms around my arms, and then, like, basically carries me up the stairs. And have I mentioned that I'm a big bitch? I'm a big bitch, and I'm sloppy when I'm drunk. So it was not, like... A fun experience for him I know that getting me up those stairs but then we just we didn't have sex but it was like the most like genuine human interaction I've had in a really long time and like even though it didn't lead to anything else I did by the way I did really want it to go somewhere else but I was too drunk to conch like like willingly want it to happen well okay 
how do I put this? I was drunk and I wanted it to happen, but I was sober enough to know that I wanted to be more sober for it to happen. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense to me. Anyways, um, it was just like, it was, it was really nice. I dream about it a lot. That's a lot of information you didn't know, but, or need to know, but it was just really nice. Those are my two honorable mentions. Most of my Tinder interactions are fucking trash. I might have to do another episode just so you guys can hear about all the other shitty people in my life that <laughs> try to date me or fuck me or whatever. Um, so shout out to the last two. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Want you in my life forever and ever um, or until the simulation ends. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm over dating. Thank you.